1: Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 a.m. 312 255 8408. We are again live streaming here from Chicago headquarters of the Pastoral Center. Father Greg Sakowitz, Rector of Holy Name Cathedral. And oh, yeah, as Mark reminded me, we are wearing our masks because we are social distancing here on live streaming. And again, Father Greg Sakowitz, Rector of Holy Name Cathedral. And co-host, Mark Teresi, who is the executive director, new executive director mm-hmm. with me at Holy Cathedral. How was your Thanksgiving
2: Day weekend, Mark? Oh, it was very good. I, I want to do one shout-out um, to Margaret Considine. I'm heading, after the show, I'm heading to a funeral at St. Clement's. Margaret Considine was the oldest prisoner at St. Clement's. She moved there when she was four years old. She died last week at the age of ninety-eight. So a prisoner for ninety-four years. years. God, God bless
1: Lord. her. And the funeral is today at St. Clemens. I think my yes. Father Ramil Fajardo, and also my condolences, deepest sympathy. You buried your sister Fran uh, Saturday. I yeah. was there, and you did a beautiful Thank job you. singing Mark for your own sister's funeral. Thank you, sister Fran. So God bless and. Uh, Tremendous – pro. well, also, just a little sidebar, we can't even talk about the Chicago Bears.
2: Well, you can, but well, what are you going to say?
1: It's – I mean, this guy, Aaron Rodgers, he was like a surgeon. He just dissected the Bear defense and just uh, made it look easy. And, and uh, he's,
2: what, 37 years old?
1: Uh, roughly, he's been around he, – I mean, he's a veteran. Yeah. And the Bears uh, – you can't just totally blame the offense, which is always lousy, but the defense – it didn't show up.
2: That mask you wore, mask, didn't help at all.
1: The Chicago Bears mask yeah. was uh, <laughs> certainly didn't. It certainly did not help. We have a great program lined up. Three one. Can't even talk about the Bears anymore. It's just too sickening. Glad it wasn't on Thanksgiving. Would have ruined the meal. And three one two two five five eight four zero eight. Catholic Lawyers Guild Advent Retreat, bringing all we are into what th- we do, spiritual practices in our work as lawyers, and in our home as Christians. And with us for the first half hour, two very well-known, outstanding men, Jack Shea, retreat leader and theologian, and Judge Thomas Moore Donnelly, Associate Judge, Circuit Court of Cook County. Good morning to both of you. How are you, Jack? How are you, Tom?
0: Good. Good, Father Greg. Good, Mark.
1: Good morning. Welcome. Did both of you happen to watch the Bears game at all last night, Jack or Tom?
0: I, I, gave half. Half. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it up for Advent. One half. I gave
2: it up for Advent.
1: I was. Who who said who who watched the first half?
0: I watched the first half, Jack.
1: Yeah, Jack, yeah. and uh, yeah, I was yep. like at halftime. It was twenty-seven ten. I said this game is right. over. Yeah, that's that's what I said. Too. The Bears' offense couldn't score twenty-eight points to beat them. They stood out in the field for uh, two more nights, and it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just ridiculous. And uh, <laughs> well, first of all. Uh, you know, Judge Tom Donnelly, you've been on before the program for this annual retreat. First of all, I have to do a shout out to my sister, Pam Meneker, who really organized the program this morning to my sister Pam. Uh, she's recuperating from a hip replacement surgery. So, Pam, my my younger sister, because I happen to be the oldest, mm-hmm. and uh, Pam, our blessings and prayers are with you for full recovery. And she's doing one day at a time, but I want to thank Pam for organizing the program. Maybe for a second, Tom. Is the history of the Catholic Lawyers Guild uh, gathering? How long have you been together?
3: About eighty-six years uh, now. We started in the nineteen thirties. So since uh, your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I was—I you know—I was twenty in nineteen thirty, but. Uh, <laughs> That's a good I'm only I'm only a little older than you. <laughs>
1: That's right. I think uh, we're very very <laughs> close. And uh, so the actually the Catholic Lawyers Guild has been around for eighty plus years. Yes. Amazing.
3: So it's uh, it's you know it's been a very powerful um, part of life uh, for the legal community here in Chicago, uh, and uh, it this this. Um, day of retreat, which we're going to do virtually online, is is so necessary for us, especially during this pandemic time when we are lawyers, like all those who are working um, often from their home, uh, are isolated. Uh, so this is an opportunity for us to get together virtually uh, and share with our marvelous uh, leader, Jack Shea, uh, some of our hopes and fears uh, as we uh, enter this this holy season.
2: Now, how did you plan? For, how did you folks meet, Tom and Jack? How did you meet? Did you know each other before this uh, uh, Advent retreat plan, or did you well, meet planning this? Jack's, Jack's famous. Well, I know that. Oh, well, yeah, um, we all know that. Greg thinks <laughs> so, he's famous, but Jack <laughs>
3: is famous. <laughs> I re- attended a, a day of recollection he did, at St. Giles Family Mass Community probably 30 years ago. Wow. Uh, So, uh, you know, he's also been around. I think, Jack, you were in your early 20s then, right? Uh,
0: uh, (laughs) Yes, I was. (laughs) Thank you for that.
1: (laughs) So now, uh, Jack, how'd you come up with the title, Bringing All We Are Into What We Do, Spiritual Practices in Our Work as Lawyers, in our home, ask Christians.
0: Well, what, uh, actually, we started off, we're going to do this in March. Uh, and it was just going to be bringing uh, all you are to, into, who, into what you do. And it was just going to be uh, spiritual practices for the uh, legal the work of lawyers. And then it got delayed, of course, with COVID. And Jim Murray had called me, and it was, it was hammered out with a committee of people that this would be a good topic to take a look at. And then we got delayed, of course, and then uh, reconnected again, and they decided, well, we're going to be in Advent. Let's put together spiritual practices in the work we do and spiritual practices in our home at Advent Christmas time. Yeah. And so that's how we bridged the two of them.
2: Now, what is the, the core mission of the Catholic Lawyers Guild? What really motivates folks to, to join and be a part of it?
3: It's prayer, service, and celebration. Uh Um, So we join in prayer for the Red Mass, uh, usually at Holy Name Cathedral. Uh, This year, because of construction, we didn't, but in October. Um, We celebrate, we we have occasions to celebrate those who bring Christ to the world through their work, people who take their legal practice and use it to enflesh Christ uh, in their actual practice of law uh, and service. So, you know, we we tried to do, especially our younger Catholic lawyers, do a lot of service, food, um, you know, distribution for the homeless, working at soup kitchens. Um, Pam Meneker, um, great sister, her whole year was dedicated to not only service but celebrating every month one volunteer um, who did something extraordinary um among the legal community in our Catholic Lawyers Guild for um, the poor or the marginalized. So service is, is a big part of what we do. So it's really those three elements, prayer, service, and celebration.
1: You know, Jack, you and I go back uh, well over 40 years. You are an outstanding theologian, writer, preacher. In fact, you have so many great lines that I've copied over the years, but one that really struck me you, were at a, I, you had a talk about 30 years ago, believe it or not, that I remember clearly. <laughs> and um, Never asked again. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. Just, <laughs> kidding. One, Just kidding. Just What? One and done. <laughs> and, uh, and the great line was, Things uh, we take in quietly come out in noisy ways. Things we take in quietly come out in noisy ways. Now, you may not remember saying that. Um, cause you've got so many great one-liners. But that one always struck me. So you always had this ability, you know, for theological reflection. And I always know you guys somehow trying to connect the mystery of God with the mystery of our lives. Say more about that.
0: Well, that's exactly what the retreat is is meant to do. You know, it's going to be a very interactive retreat. Um, There's going to be some input. I'm going to tell some stories. But basically, I'm going to ask the people on the retreat, to tell some of the stories of how they have brought their faith or spirituality into their practice of law, and, and then again how we, they bring it into their home at Christmas time, and let them tell those stories about things they have taken in that have come out either noisily or uh, with a great deal of steadfastness uh, in their work. And so, it's really a time to uh, pause in some way for the, this this morning. Um, it's sort of day of recollection retreat and to have them uh, look at these things that have been going on, have them talk to one another about it, and therefore reinforce them and celebrate them. Uh, you know, as, as the judge said, it's about the service they've done, and this will be done in a context of prayer. So the three things that uh, the Catholic Lawyer Guild holds there um, will, will be there, and there'll be a liturgy at the end, so there'll be celebration. Um, so that, that, that's, that's pretty much what we're going to be about. We're going to sort of ask questions that are going to elicit stories and reflections and some wisdom about um, mm-hmm. spirituality and, and the workplace, spirituality, and the home.
2: We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial. 312-255-8408, Catholic Chicago. We're speaking with Judge Tom Donnelly and Jack Shea. When we come back, I'd like to have you folks address uh, something I heard uh, uh friend of ours dad is a lawyer he passed away but she became a lawyer and at the toast he said may you always have a passion for justice and maybe when we come back if we could talk a little bit about that and and then jack if i could impose on you especially with wilton um being uh becoming a cardinal that beautiful poem you wrote for murph about uh the the Bishop, the ring of the Bishop. Uh, You may remember some of it. If not, maybe you can search your files now, but I'd love to hear a little (laughs) bit of that in honor of Wilton too. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Okay.
4: Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today.
0: A Catholic faith-based education enriches both your mind and your heart. Academic standards are strong and so is the feeling of community. 96% of our graduates go on to college. If you think a Catholic high school education is for you, keep these dates in mind. Registration is now open for the Catholic High School Entrance Exam, which will take place on Saturday, December 5th. Students should take the exam at the high school they hope to attend next year. For more information, log on to our website, schools.archicago.org.
4: Catholic Charities Celebration of Giving is underway, and we need your help more than ever. Now in its 73rd year, the celebration of giving was started by a group of adoptive parents who wanted to buy gifts for children who had not yet been adopted. This wonderful idea spread at Catholic Charities, and last year, 25,000 gifts were given to people who would otherwise have nothing to open Christmas Day. Our online partners make it easy to donate toys. Gift cards are so appreciated by teenagers, too. Gather your friends, family, colleagues, and neighbors and join this huge, awesome outpouring of kindness that is filled with the spirit of Christmas. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash celebration or call 312-655-7401. Thank you from everyone at Catholic Charities.
2: Chicago 312-255-8408. We're talking with Jack Shea and with Tom Donnelly about the Catholic Lawyers Guild Advent Retreat, bringing all we are into what we do, spiritual practices in our work as lawyers and in our homes as Christians.
1: Anyway, there was something you do the same thing I did, in our homes at Christmas. My eyes are so bad.
2: What did I say?
1: As Christians, <laughs> oh. that's what I said. Oh. <laughs> so I can't even get the retreat title I listened right. so intently to Greg. It influences <laughs> so sorry all about of my that. thinking. In our home at, at Christmas. Christmas.
2: Thank you. Now, well, before the break, uh, I thought we'd take a little sidestep and honor Wilton Gregory on being, you know, what did they say, installed as Cardinal. Oh, for our Elevated. No. Elevated as cardinal. But you wrote that beautiful—is is the book, if I remember, is it In the Hour of the Unexpected? Is that what it, book it's in? it's
0: in? It's in the second book of poetry called The God Who Fell from Heaven.
2: The God, the God, who, God who, fell. who Fell. And you can get that on Amazon, right?
0: I think so. Good. I, I, it's out of print, but there may be some
1: floating <laughs> Jack, out. <laughs> Jack, Jack you, you are a prolific writer. How many books have you written over the years?
0: Oh, it's probably around twenty-five. Wow,
1: twenty-five—that's—and wow. I mean, they're just yeah. Tre- bad,
0: bad habits die hard. <laughs> <People laughs> yeah, well, you're zero. a tremendous
1: writer, and uh, and you were one of the best storytellers I have oh, yeah. ever heard. Well, but and now, and,
3: Father Greg, you know one of the benefits of registering for this retreat is when you register, there's a link to Jack's books.
2: Oh, wonderful! Okay. So,
3: and while the cost to attend the retreat is zero, the price for Jack's books is minimal. But I'd invite everybody to go on clgchicago.org, register for this free retreat, and then you'll be connected with the of Publishing link. Now, before uh,
1: now, Tom, before Jack gives the uh, poem honoring then uh, Bishop Tom Murphy, is when is this Catholic Lawyers Guild retreat happening?
3: It's this Saturday, December fifth, from nine a.m. to one p.m. Uh, via Zoom, and. You can go to clgchicago.org and learn all the details of how you register for this free retreat.
1: So again, I mean, this can Saturday. you
3: imagine that? It's, it's, it's four hours free of Jack Shea.
1: Wow. That's amazing. What so, a deal. That is a deal. So it would be this Saturday, which is December 5th, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. And give us the link or uh, the website to go to, uh, again, Tom.
3: It's clgchicago.org. That's Catholic Lawyers Guild, Chicago.org. So clgchicago.org.
1: And no cost.
3: No cost, but you have to register.
1: And register early, get a free picture of Judge Tom Donnelly.
3: <laughs> and we have almost 100 registrants right now. That's really?
1: wonderful. Um, That's so, tremendous. Uh,
3: it, it's just, uh, you know, it's really, I think, will be a very uh, moving and uh, uh, rewarding and I, and I think especially,
1: divorce. and we'll get into this after uh, Jack reads that poem, but somehow right now, because of COVID-19, people's lives were turned upside down the last eight months and will continue as they, they talk about the uh, pandemic surging the next few weeks. And with social unrest, we need to step back to step into a world, our world, into a different way. And no one does it better than Jack. And I think, as you mentioned, Tom, the importance of taking the time to again connect the mystery of God with our lives, and uh, which is so so important. But uh, maybe for a moment, uh, Jack, uh, the name of the poem and what made you write this, and what year was it?
0: It was uh, the year Tom Murphy, uh, who was the rector of Bundelkhand at the time, uh, was made a bishop and went to Montana, and um, I wanted to give him some type of going away gift, and so I wrote this poem. And it was an attempt to look at the life of Peter in the Gospels and draw out pastoral guidelines with sort of tongue-in-cheek about here are the pastoral guidelines. And so um, never forget, there are things more important than fishing nets. Preside like a man, unafraid to sink. Wherever life is transfigured, build a tent, for it is good. Beware... Even the maids in the courtyard know when your speech betrays you. Remember, the argument about who is first takes place on the road to the cross. Always acknowledge in the troubled mix of flesh and blood the Son of the living God. Listen, for the Spirit in everyone, even Cornelius, sin with the heart that swims naked to shore and not with the mind that will not be washed. Run with the young whenever tombs turn up empty. Wilton, may your crozier be as lean as a prophet's staff, and your ring fit the finger of everyone.
2: Amen. Amen. I mean,
1: you know, Tom, when you think about what Jack just read with his beautiful poem, you could spend the entire Saturday four hours taking that poem apart.
3: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: for For all of our lives. Jack, that was beautiful. That is powerful. Thank you. And uh, Tom, I got to ask you a question. That is, uh, what does this retreat mean to you in your own personal life? Because sometimes people forget. They say, "Oh, Judge Thomas More Donnelly," but that is your work title. What about the man, the Christian, the believer, uh, the husband, the dad? Um, Connect. What does the retreat mean to you?
3: well, I think this you you hit the nail on the head the the period of the covid nineteen has really um you know has stopped us. Mm-hmm. We're no longer able to do many of the things that we do uh I no longer go into the daily center I do court via zoom every day um i you know can't visit my ninety year old mom as freely as I could because of worries about the pandemic um some of our kids who do work where they have to be in contact with other people can't be in contact with us. So this is, is, is a stoppage of the way that things were. And some things are going to be stopped forever. Businesses are closing that we love, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, all of us yep. have had restaurants or stores that have closed and just had a friend who owns a restaurant nearby me say he's closing up for good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so there's a lot of ending that's going on. And a lot of grieving that needs to be done for the things that are no longer the way they were. But it also is a time um, for opening up um, to newness of life. And I think we do that in the Advent season when we're awaiting the Messiah, is we're waiting for Christ to be born in us. And Christ is born in that darkness. And so I'm hoping for an opportunity to just see a new... Um, Christ coming into my life in the midst of all this darkness, in the midst of the suffering and the loss, uh, in the midst of uh, a change that wasn't chosen, uh, a change that was thrust upon us. Um, so that's what I'm hoping for uh, in the four hours that we spent together Boy, you,
1: uh, on Saturday. Tom, that was beautifully, mm-hmm. beautifully said. Wow. Why, yeah, did was, you choo- wow.
2: why did you choose to be a lawyer, Tom?
3: Well, you know, I was... Um, I worked up for a priest in Santa Mexico, uh, Blaise Shower, Dominican liturgist. And I was out there for two years working as executive director for his liturgical training foundation. And uh, my dad called me up uh, and said, I'm about to go over to London to do a fellowship. And your grandfather's not doing so well. I'd like you to come back to Chicago to after him. And so I came back to Chicago, but I didn't know what I was going to do. I'd sort of been working for this priest out in Santa Fe. And my dad said, well, why don't you go to law school? Hmm. Uh, and I said, well, I sort of thought of it. Um, How old were you at the time, Tom? I was, well, let's see, it would have been twenty, twenty-four. Okay. Um, and, um, you know, I I'd sort of thought of it, but it was really sort of, uh, you know, God writes straight with our crooked lines, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wasn't really intending on going to law school, but I had to do something. I was there visiting my grandfather and taking care of him, um, but there were, you know, I had more hours in the day, and um, and the, the the sort of calling to law evolved. I sort of got into it, um, and then, as Greg knows, the most powerful part of my vocation to law was um, Justice Marianne McMorrow, for whom oh, I clerked wow. yes. after law school. Lady who shaped no. the entirety of um, of my vocation to law. And that's what, of course, everyone needs. They need a person, a mentor, that is the whole package, as Justice Marianne McMorrow is uh, and still is in heaven guiding us. Uh, and she, the Guild was so important to her, uh, and she got me on the board of the Guild um, during my clerkship, and said, this is the one thing I'd really like you to be active in. And, and so I've been active since 1986 uh, in the Catholic Lures Guild because of her.
1: And you've done such a tremendous job. Uh, you know, Jack, And listening to uh, Tom, in the hundreds and hundreds of retreats you have given and talks in the books you have written, um, how do you look at this whole pandemic in the lives of people the last eight months? I mean, literally, our world has been turned upside down before the pandemic— yeah life is difficult, and all of a sudden right. with this, when people ask me now, how are you doing, Greg? I say, well, grinding. You mm-hmm. take one day at a time. You try to be yep. positive. Yep. You try yep. to be positive yep. and hope-filled, and God is yep. with us, and God will see us through. But uh, what's your take in light of what Tom just said?
0: Well, I think you described it very well. I think that everyone is stressed because the our physical lives, our social lives, our economic lives, everything is under threat. Uh, at, at all different levels, and that people are engaged in trying to respond to that as the, in the best way possible and navigate it, negotiate it, and get through it. And at the same time, though, there's the deeper question of uh, how do we sustain our spirits and allow our spirits uh, to give us inspiration and guidance as we engage these, the, this threat that is across the board here. And I think that a lot of times what uh, we, days of retreats, like we're going to do, is they tr- they teach us how to get back into the spiritual world and bring the spir- our spiritual depth into the the challenges in our physical, social, economic uh, life that we're we're living, and so I think that that's um, uh, and uh, as you suggested, I think it's a, it's a day by day, it's a grinding process, mm-hmm. but it's a process through spiritual practices we can also resource and help us.
1: Let me ask you, Jack. What does Advent mean to you? Someone would ask you, you know, Jack, what is Advent? How do you summarize? What do you tell people?
0: Uh, I'd say what, what Advent is is um, a time, uh, as all, almost all different liturgical seasons are, it's a time to pause and go into the deeper parts of life so that we can relate to them and bring them forward as we engage the, stu- the day-in, day-out work that we have to do. And we need special times to do that, as well as we need the everydayness of it all.
2: Do you want to repeat for our listeners where they can sign up um, for our Catholic Lawyers Guild the Advent Retreat? Yes,
3: just go on the web, clgchicago.org, clgchicago.org, register today.
2: And the date of the retreat again?
3: It's December 5th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Zoom, and you'll be given the Zoom link um, as, as you register.
2: And mm. one little personal note, as we're all talking, the one image that I have that helps me get through mm. this is we just got a picture from our little four granddaughters who are decorating the Christmas tree. They still have the joy. They still have the, the in their eyes, you can see that they can still find, they find the joy. And I guess that's probably a challenge that we all have. And hopefully this retreat will help um, anybody that attends to help find the joy that w- we all believe is is rooted in our faith.
0: The light and the darkness.
2: Exactly,
1: yes. and the whole Advent moving from darkness to light. I want to thank in a very, very, very special way, uh, Jack Shea, uh, retreat master, theologian, author. Uh, Jack, you've been a gift to the uh, people of God for so many years, and uh, also great to hear Ann's voice in the background, too. And also want to thank uh, Judge Tom Thomas Moore Donnelly, who is the Associate Judge, Circuit Court of Cook County. Big retreat coming up this Saturday for all lawyers, bringing all who are into what we do, spiritual practices in our work as lawyers in our home at At Christmas. Christmas. So Jack and Tom, thank you very much for joining us this morning. May God bless you and your families and uh, stay healthy and stay safe. Our phone number 312-255-8408 WNDZ 750 AM Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi stay with us. Do not touch that dial. We'll be back in a moment.